Everybody, welcome to episode 227 of Up for Discussion, the emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and dish out hot truths and tasty goofs. I'm Tom Zalat and I. I'm Kay Bradley. I'm Adrian Schoen. And we're joined today over the phone by a very special guest. He is one of the co-hosts of the Left Trigger, Right Trigger podcast, which is a video game book club, uh, and also one of the co-hosts of uh, the less exciting, kind of shameful, Full Metal Bazinga. Uh, I met him at PodCon this past year where he shared beef jerky with me, so we have a deep personal connection. Uh, give a warm round of applause to Greg Schultz. Welcome. Hello. Greg, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Also, let's be let's be real, Art, that the beef jerky moment was much more tender than you're, you're giving it justice <laughs> here. Uh, there was, a, I believe, a, a say anything moment with a laptop above mm-hmm. your head. Mm-hmm saying do you still have beef jerky i honestly might still have that um i might still have that that pdf saved on my computer clarify what the fuck happened uh so <laughs> so greg and i met at podcon yeah um i was at our table uh-huh. he was at their table across from us like directly across oh, from us. oh cool uh and earlier in the day he had offered me beef jerky and oh. i wasn't feeling snacky and i said i might take you up on that later uh Later in the day, I got really hungry, but I didn't want to leave the table. So I just wrote, do you still have beef jerky in big, bold font on my laptop and held it above my head for him? I appreciate the both analog and digitalness of that that action. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. It felt important to like to bring podcasting to a physical space, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that that opposite table thing at conventions. Yeah. You can yeah. just like suffer and enjoy together. Yeah, there there were a lot of like knowing glances. So, yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then awesome. some really yeah. good beef jerky. I believe the beef jerky happened while I was like mid conversation with somebody and like <laughs> locked eyes, and I saw the laptop and I was like, "I got you." Like just like that that very mild nod, like yeah, yeah. and then just did Tom squeal when I, you nodded? I really might have. <laughs> I might have done a little, you know, the like kind of half hop that you do when you're oh, excited. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Food often yeah. triggers yeah. that for yeah. sure. What, what are we talking about here? Like a Slim Jim, like hot, or like a, one of them fancy ones to the grocery store? Are we talking, you know, gas station um, I, quality? It's somewhere in between like fancy and gas station because it was it was a large bulk pack from Target. Ooh. Um, and it, was, it wasn't a, an original flavor, but it was like teriyaki or, or something that had like a kick to it or a spin to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it being good. So, yes. You know. that, was, that was a big plus about that beef jerky is that it was good. It awesome. Was good. Uh, so, so tell Adrian and Kate and our audience about Left Trigger, Right Trigger. Yes. Sure thing. Because um, I've listened trigger. to a thousand episodes of it. but. <laughs> Um, and you'd think after PodCon, I'd have the pitch down, but <laughs> still, yeah. Um, so Left Trigger, Right Trigger is, we call it a video game book club where we take video games and, uh, or actually, sorry, we take topics and then bring video games that we think match that topic. Oh. Um, and we kind of use games as metaphors to discuss larger issues that might be happening in the game industry, might be happening in the world, or might just be a fun adjective. Um, so we've done like comedy horror 
um, water. I'm trying to think of like what's the more like existential ones that we've done. I don't think we've actually done existential, but I should probably put that on the list. <laughs> <laughs> ones that we want to do are like hats, um, <laughs> things like that. So um, that's Left Trigger, Right Trigger. It comes out every other Tuesday. Um, and then Full Metal Bazinga is actually wrapped at this point, but um, it basically on Left Trigger, Right Trigger, <laughs> we had dared ourselves into making this podcast where we watched the final season of The Big Bang Theory, a show none of us have ever really wanted to watch. <laughs> um, and it turned into a like improv audio drama, like that does have some existential horror to it. Um, and yeah, it's interesting. It got a polygon bump from Simone de Rochefort, oh, nice. which gave us a big bump. And now that has more followers, even though it has stopped making episodes, <laughs> it has more followers and more regular downloads than left trigger, right trigger. So we're working on a follow-up. Um, we're like, well, we have to now. Um, and it's not going to just be like another watch along that turns weird um because we were like we could do it with modern family um oh is that that'd also be ending yeah the next uh-huh. season apparently is their final okay um but my co-hosts were like no i actually like that show i don't want to ruin it <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing I, I feel like modern family i got tired of it after like four or five seasons but every once in a while i'll turn on the tv and watch an episode and mm-hmm. it's still good yeah like it, it yeah. hasn't slipped in quality i just got bored yeah i think the dynamics are still are so consistent that mm-hmm. it's just like been there done that right but it's it's a good show yeah well, there's always like two and a half men or you know whatever the equivalent for for now is that's true you could go back and watch the last season of two and a half men where charlie sheen is gone and it's ashton kutcher instead we could i think we want to not i think we'd want to if we are ever going to do it for a tv show i think we'd never want to touch chuck Lorre again <laughs> For both canonical and non-canonical reasons. Um, <laughs> the tone of your voice said so much there. <laughs> yeah. We could. We could. Uh-huh. Sure, there's a lot of people that don't want to touch Chuck Lorre anymore. <laughs> oh! Hey, I love how it started on a dare. Like, I feel like so many fucking podcasts start on a fucking dare. Yeah. Well, that's why yeah. I do a Fraser podcast. I know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So gold is, is produced from dares. Yeah. Dare me, Tom. Kid, I dare you to love yourself. Aww. Did the lights Aww. just flicker? The lights just flickered, and I think I just died and came back to life. Oh, shit. I really don't like when the lights flicker while we're recording. It makes me so nervous. Look at the screen. Is everything fine? Everything's good. Oh, my God. For now. Well, I'll work on that one, yeah. and I'll get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's dive in. We got a little... Oh, you know what? Just one second. I'm I'm being a fool here. What what? I forgot something extremely important. What? Something, is there an ad? <laughs> there's we, Oh, is that it? We have to hear a word from a sponsor. Oh. Christ, that's loud. That's that's Oh, I like that beat though. There oh, we go. Oh, oh. Guys, this episode of Epic Discussion is brought to you in part by Chaos. Chaos. Not the force that makes bad things happen chaos. or empowers emeralds in the sonic the hedgehog universe but chaos with a k 
Are you looking to produce some high-quality branded content Chaos. without breaking the bank? Chaos makes content marketing easy, affordable, and accessible by offering Chaos. a studio-on-demand model and various subscription packages that make it easy to create consistent content for your Chaos. audience and potential customers. So easy. <laughs> Do you want professional sound Chaos. equipment for podcasts and voiceovers? Cinema-grade cameras, lenses, and lighting packages? Live stream Chaos. capability and event hosting? Chaos has you covered. Whether your business is starting a podcast, Chaos. building a video empire, or adding live streams to your social media packages, they've got a package that will help Chaos. you create consistent and reliable content for your audience. I said social media packages Chaos. by accident. What were you supposed to say? Pages. Oh. But those words are Chaos. similar. Yeah. Those words are similar. Whether your business chaos. is starting a podcast, I already read that line. Go to createchaos.com. That's chaos with a K. Chaos. Or check them out on Instagram at createchaos, again, with a K, to find out more. Chaos. Seems chaos. like a really fucking great fucking product. Were it you really done? Is. Were you done? Oh, yeah, I am. Is done. it done? Chaos. That sounds like a really fucking great service. Yeah. Yeah. And chaos with a K, that's the bad guys and get smart. So who doesn't <gasps> like that? Ooh. <laughs> nice. Uh, Kate, do you want to take him to the cash corner? Sure. Let's go to the cash corner. Oh, my. Wait, what vibe am I going with? Is it this? I had to take one of the royalty-free ones. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm digging this, like, insect noise in it. Buzz, buzz. Do you think Greg has left? Do you think he's just... <laughs> Welcome to the Cash Corner, the part of the show where we shamelessly ask you to give us money. When my friends invite me to go do things, I know I'll have a good time, but I also know I'll end up spending a lot of money. Whether it's food, drinks, transportation, or tickets to whatever fringe show I'm getting dragged to this time, spending time with friends isn't cheap. That's why I'm thankful for Patreon. Patreon is an online tipping and rewards site that lets you guys throw us a little bit of money to say thanks for making this show. That way you can hang out with your friends, us, without having to leave the house and without spending way too much money. Unless you're feeling super generous, in which case, you know, go for it. If you pledge as little as a dollar a month to us at patreon.com slash up for discussion, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendall, and Carlea, Thomas, George, Pappy, Jan, Jill, <coughs> Killian, Angie, Sarah, Angelica, Will, and Andrew, Laura, and Kate. Not me. You'll get early access to bonus content, little behind-the-scenes updates, and all kinds of other sweet perks as well. And if you give at least $5 a month, you get to submit the featured question for an episode once per cycle on the show. All right, and today's featured Patreon question comes from Andrew, who says, As a self-diagnosed introvert, as Ooh. many of us podcasters are, my natural reaction to doing things with people is to say, No, avoid it. <laughs> A lot of times, I have to actively ignore that inner voice to do the thing uh, anyway, knowing full well that I'll end up having fun. I'd be interested in hearing if slash how others deal with that inner voice telling them they should be a shut-in as well. I like the idea of full whale. Yes. Full whale. <laughs> Go full whale or nothing. I mean, I constantly want to do nothing. I, I really am interested in what you have to say. Sure. I just need confirmation Greg is still alive. <laughs> Hello, Greg. Yes. Hello. Woo! He's still here. Okay, great. <laughs> Go on. No, I mean, like, I, I legit spent the last two days doing nothing but watching movies that have Keanu Reeves in them. <gasps> that sounds That fantastic. doesn't sound like nothing. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> sounds like everything. <laughs> uh, um, 
I think my husband would disagree, but yeah, I, I just, every, I just, Amazon Prime, like streaming sites, everything that I could, and I just watched anything that had Keanu Reeves in it, mm. which is so much more appealing than doing things with people. So how many <laughs> invites did you decline to do this Keanu Fest? I mean, I suppose that I could have actively pursued doing a thing, but instead I hunkered down, mm. did not look at my phone in case anybody wanted me to do anything. Oh, right, right, right. And then just blocked out the world while I did nothing but focus on Keanu. Mm. Did you watch Keanu, which is a movie that doesn't <gasps> yeah. have Keanu Reeves in it? He does a voiceover. Does he? Okay. Uh, but I did not watch that. I, I watched, you know, like Speed and um, yeah, The Matrix. Um, which, yeah, kind of, which are both hold up really well. Yeah. And then I watched something called Knock Knock. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And I watched something where uh, Kate Blanchett was a psychic. And then I watched something <laughs> where, uh, oh, Henry's Crime. Uh, he's been in a lot of movies. Is that about a chocolate huh. bar? Is it about a chocolate bar? It's a guy stealing chocolate. It's a guy who goes to jail for a crime he didn't commit and then comes out and tries to commit the crime. <laughs> Whoa, that That's sounds fun. fun. <laughs> real dumb <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness uh greg what are your thoughts uh you know i don't think go, that going for the chocolate bar was worth it but i think <laughs> oh about the quite yes um, <laughs> um it's tough i mean i'm uh, also i would say i'm a self-diagnosed introvert and then i also like video games so i'm like Oof. i have all my stuff right mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i can mm-hmm. just talk to people on the internet and then not actually have to deal with them if i don't want to yeah um but it's it's weird i've gotten really into um my my partner gave me a planner um and she's like this is how you use it like this is this way you'll be able to plan things out and i had actually found out that i like triple booked myself for one day and i was like well this sucks um (laughs) but kind of having like the structure of knowing when things are coming mm-hmm. has helped me a lot. A bit like, okay, I can get ready for this. Or on the flip side, I can feel like a few days out, be like, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> right. I yeah. know I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm not going to go out. So I'm just going to let people know, no, but also being okay with kind of like weighing the scales, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah. I'll go out now, but I won't go out later. Right. Um, kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's about knowing, like, I don't know who specifically, like, what online community owns this concept, but there's this idea that, like, people have a certain amount of spoons. Have you heard about spoons? Mm. Uh, and mm. I, I think, I think like, um, I think people with disabilities talk about this a lot. Okay. Um, where, like, you know, whether, or, and, like, especially, like, like, invisible ones, right? Where you have, like, chronic fatigue and things. Right. Where you have a certain amount, like... I thought it was invisible spoons. <laughs> <laughs> well, the spoons are also there. Adrian, the spoons are a metaphor. I'm really focused on the spoons. <laughs> I'm just thinking about soup this whole time. Okay, well, continue. Well, that's spoon it, right? you're bent. Um, <laughs> it's like you have X amount, like, let's say, like, a, like, typical person has, like, 20 spoons, uh-huh. and they can, like put these spoons toward things during yeah. the day. Uh, everyone has a different amount of spoons depending on energy levels and, and physical and psychological things. Right? Yeah. So someone who's depressed might have less spoons at the beginning of their day than someone who's not. Right? Yeah. Or like someone who gets chronic migraines might have less spoons because they get chronic migraines. Yeah. And then you can't give, you can't put spoons places. I don't really know why they're spoons. Why are they spoons? Why they, they, can they be marbles. anything? They would be like little crystals. Yeah. You know? It seems like it's just... <laughs> 
energy being depleted it's or mayonnaise. not. I, I don't know why the metaphor needs to be spoons. Why are you handing out so many spoons? I don't know. I'm not an expert on this. Um, but but like I definitely feel like as a as a you know. I'm an introvert and I'm also, you know, depressed and have anxiety, especially Mm -hmm. around like social things. And one of the things that I have come to realize about myself is that like, if I have an event I need to go to, like I might not have the like mental or emotional energy to go to that thing. Mm -hmm. If I have too much else going on during the day before that, even if the other things going on are just like normal amount of work or like having to do laundry. Like if there's too many things that I need to do, my like socializing is the thing that I like throw away fastest in right, order to you like, feel eight, good. You know, teaspoons and no soup spoons left. Exactly. And I <laughs> Adrian just introduced the sizes of spoons and that's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. That adds like an extra layer to it. Yeah, yeah. But that yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. Well yeah. that's it. And so like, you know, if I use my a thing that I find like you need like a free spork, like a utility <laughs> spoon, so that you have like a free pass for any of the activities that you might want to do, but you have one in reserve for when it ever needs. Honestly, that's kind of what a baby is. Because if you think about it, <laughs> oh, right, yeah. here's my excuse for bowing out of anything at the last minute. If Nobody I really can need to. hate you for that. No one can hate me. I have a baby. Yeah. If, if I'm like exhausted and I'm like, oh crap, I'm supposed to leave in 20 minutes to go to a thing, I can just be like, hey, sorry, I have a baby. And no one's going <laughs> to question that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, yeah, if you question that, you're an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. Yeah, yeah. I I think that absolutely, like, Greg's point about planning, like, if you know, like, if you if you know that you don't have a lot of energy for social things, you can wash your spoons. Oh my god, Adrian. Cut your fucking throat if you mention spoons again. But you can wash them at the spa. You can wash them at the spa, Adrian. Maybe you have like a slotted spoon, so you think that it's going to accomplish something, but it does. It holds nothing, and the liquids just pour right through it, so it's a fake spoon. But just it's so ideal you know, Adrian is currently wearing a dirty trench coat, and we actually call her spoons. <laughs> she hangs out near the from bedroom. now on. Fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> your fucking spoons, Adrian. <laughs> That's your fucking nickname. This dumb metaphor. <laughs> Even better. Back to seriousness. Yes. As Greg mentioned, the planning. So planning. So like if you know that you've got like a thing that you're going out on Friday and then somebody asks you, hey, you want to do something on Thursday? Then you're like, oh, well, I already have something on Friday. I'm not necessarily going to say yes to this thing on Thursday. Mm-hmm. You know, it really fucking helps. Yeah. But with the trap of planning is that it gives you the notion that you like – because there's a free space in the planner that you have room for it, I fell deep into trenches because of that. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, fuck. Well, like Greg said about uh, triple booking a day. Yeah. Like You're like, yeah, I have time for this, but do you have life for this? No. No, you don't. That's it. I find even with like um, booking the studio for, for other people to record, mm. I like... I will often say the studio is closed like an hour before I need to do something because I'm like, I don't want to still be dealing with people two hours before I'm supposed to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's got to be buffer. Yeah, that's it. You've got to utilize those measuring spoons. (sighs) (laughs) God damn it, spoons. Classic spoons. I mean, technically, so on Saturday, yeah, two days ago, I, I basically spent all day cooking instead of going out and seeing people that I wanted to see and they wanted to see because the next day I because yesterday I had stuff I needed to do uh-huh so I was using measuring spoons to figure see? out exactly <laughs> how much time and flour 
I needed to utilize that day. Exactly. And Why sometimes, are you encouraging her? <laughs> you, you just got to get that big old ladle of hope out. Oh, and ladles just, are sweet, though. I will admit, there's nothing more satisfying than ladling something. Yeah. Sure. Especially if you do it well. Like oh, if you yeah. you don't spill. Oh, yeah. Mm. You get the completely full ladle yeah. all the way to the bowl mm-hmm. or where the vessel that you're bringing it. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a perfect ladle of batter into it. Like, you know, you're putting mm-hmm. it into like muffin trays or whatever. And you're just like, oh, that's the perfect amount. Yes. <laughs> Gotta fill your muffin tray of life. Yeah, exactly, Spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I took notes, motherfuckers. Wow. I have notes. Damn. For, I, yeah, because this is something that um, I have struggled with for such a long time. So these are not in order. Uh, there is no order. Don't worry about it. Chaos. So, little tips, possible tips, possible <laughs> chaos, possible tips, possible just thoughts. Uh, I can't remember what I wrote. Um, one, you can leave whenever you want. Mm. If you mm-hmm. say yes to a thing and you get overwhelmed, you can fucking leave. Yep. And you being there for five seconds. Oh, Tom, Tom left. Tom, are and, you overwhelmed? Tom. And he's gone. Tom. Okay. Yeah. Spoons, you're in charge. All right. <laughs> and he did not like that. He's come back. I'm back. I'm just kidding. I did, just pretended. Did not like having to hand it over to me. Oh, Spoons, you're in charge was the best. Um, yeah, because sometimes I'm like, I feel guilty because I, I know I don't have a lot of energy to do something, but then I don't want to feel bad about leaving the thing. Mm-hmm. But often the host is just super happy that you took the time to come yeah. and they're happy to have seen you for the few minutes that you're there and then you get the fuck out and then everybody's happy. That super- serving spoon is overfilled with overwhelming... Uh... I'm smacking you I'm getting with hit. a paper towel I'm getting hit. tube. I am glad that we get to just title this episode Spoons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. my job Oh, easier. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, tip number two... Uh, something that helps to actually get out of the house when that thing happens is to maintain your relationships through online communication. Mm-hmm. Little, little cute, little short messages. And you're like, oh, I, I still connect to these people. So then mm-hmm. going to that thing is like, no, wait, I'm still connected to these people. This isn't like, I don't know them. They don't know me what's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Just a dash, like a Coke spoon full of... Coke spoon? Energy. Yeah. A Coke spoon? It's a little spoon. <laughs> for cocaine oh, oh wow. i thought dr- the drink me too mm. no <laughs> ah the times we live in um why don't you want to go if it's fear of what will happen try to push through mm. because you don't know what's going to happen yeah you can't know what's going to happen you might trip and fall face first into a pile of flowers and it might be the best night of your goddamn life. It's true. That started out as a stressful idea. I know. And, and then it ended in a nice place. It was a twist. It was a yeah. twist. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. Um, also, it's okay. When you say no to something, you'll know pretty goddamn fast if you immediately feel massive relief mm-hmm. or if you feel regret. Mm-hmm. And if you feel regret, you can change your fucking mind and yeah. go anyways. Even if it's like, oh, I, didn't, I don't have time to shower. Fuck it. I'm, I need Going will help me. I'm going to go. Mm. You know? But it's pretty clear when you say no to something and you're like, oh, thank God, versus, oh, right. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't feel guilty, that's probably yeah. a good sign yeah. that it's the right move to, exactly. to not go. Yeah. yeah. And my last one is uh, a tip from Stefan Speck Love on how to start a conversation because that's often for me the like, I don't want to stand in a room with humans because I don't want to talk to these fuckers is what did you get up to today? Mm-hmm. It's something that they will definitely have an answer to and that will automatically start a conversation. Because if you're yeah. like, how are you doing? Then you're like stepping into a cloud of 
electricity and yeah, yeah. i like to Dirt. open with a what's your damage oh damn <laughs> <Classic> <laughs> Shit. ask ask greg yo spoons ask greg what his damage is do it do it spoons i mean everybody has damage and, no, no, and once reading. you get into that you're like you get to, you make a new friend very fast. I'm taking notes to, to figure out what answer I'm going to give. <laughs> spoons, you have to ask him. You have to ask him, Spoons. Ask him. Spoons. What's your damage? Um, I think I'm going to go with, I'm going to do a cop out and just say that I haven't put in my AC unit yet. And that mm. is causing That's damaging. stress yeah. upon my body and to the point where I feel like a candle. Uh, slowly melting away, um, oh, which wow. is also why I turned off the video for this call. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but you did look like you were melting a little bit. Oh yeah. Now I'm imagining, you know, when in those like sci-fi movies, there's like floating bodies in those tanks. Mm-hmm. So now I'm imagining. I'm sorry, Greg. Like this is inappropriate, <laughs> but I'm going to do this. I'm imagining mm-hmm. Greg naked inside mm-hmm. a candle, inside a burning candle, and then as it goes down, oh. it just reveals Greg. That's kind of interesting because that means that the more hot and exhausted you get the more your true self comes out Ah, as the wax melts away as you go towards the surface uh, by the stress of breaking down your walls of defenses but also you're on fire (laughs) (laughs) so what's keeping you from putting that ac in greg uh mostly laziness Mm -hmm. mostly not wanting to bring it up the stairs Ah. um and being like i have a ceiling fan that runs real fast (laughs) and that has been fine but when i go to record like now i close all the doors (laughs) to this small room that has no windows and the computer just is like hey how's it going i'm like oh i forgot Oh, gonna make things real warm. <laughs> yeah, it's small, small room. So, well, yeah, that would be a really good comic strip. <laughs> Just you having this conversation with the computer. Hey, Greg, remember I get real hot when you start talking. <laughs> uh, you're right. Yeah, and I, I I work from home too, so I'm just like. I usually have like the doors flung open and stuff so that there's circulation, but then I'm like, oh yeah, I can do this all the time. And then I go to record to escape from reality and it's not great, but yeah, yeah. we're, we're like on a ticking clock in the studio. Um, we haven't put the AC in here yet. And I remember, do you guys remember last summer? Like we had that issue where if it got too hot and humid in here, one of the mics just yes. yeah, yeah. I don't want wow. that to happen again this year. Uh-huh. And it stopped happening after we got the AC. Yeah. So we're like, you know, it's it's not quite hot enough yet that we like need it. Yeah. But soon it's going to be hot enough that if we don't have it installed, we're going to not like we're literally not going to be able to record. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, and then I'll lose so much money. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I would say that, Greg, maybe that you should, uh, you know, make, make some plans. Put it in the, the mm. you know, the docket to do it at a future rate. Yeah. And um, I hope we've helped and we'll take the next caller. Of, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, don't go. Don't go. Can we talk about our inner voices, though? Because he specifically mentioned mm. about the inner voices. Do we have time? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because that inner voice is a bitch. Yeah. So loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I need like a three days notice to like prep myself for going in to do a thing. Cause to fight I just, that. Yeah, like I, like I uh, used to go running a lot. And I like running, but I like having run. I don't like going to run. <laughs> right. So yeah. I would spend three hours putting my shoes on, just Oof. sitting around, getting hydrated, like 
gotta work up to it, gotta work up to it. And then I'd go and it would be totally fine. But like, I, there's a big mental barrier of anxiety of things that I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to do a thing. I could just do nothing. Yeah. Nothing so great. Do you have, cause, um, I was always, I was sort of, uh, mind blown when Mahabit told me that he can't see things in his head. Like he's not a visual person. And huh. I know that's a thing, but like, it was really hard for me to understand because I see so much in my head. Yeah. So do you all have voices? Like, do you hear words? Not hear words. Uh. I'm, I'm not going, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That was a weird question. Uh, are there sentences that are repeated in your mind mm. that stop you from doing things? For me, it's really like a feeling. I, I get I get like stress in my stomach mm-hmm. when I'm like feeling like I need to like specifically bow out of like a social situation, you know? Right. Uh, like if there's a party that I'm supposed to go to, I'm almost definitely going to bail on it because I'm too tired, like mm. physically or emotionally or mentally. And like it, for me, it manifests in like this like almost hunger Except it's not hunger because it's also like it's entirely stress based. Like an ache. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Or and then like I feel like I'm going to throw up and I'm like, okay, Mm. like I'm simultaneously hungry and feel like I'm dying. And like I don't otherwise feel sick. Right. Oh, this is this is stress. This is anxiety telling me like you need to cancel these plans and then you'll feel better. Do you then talk to yourself to try and combat it no not so much anymore I, I used to try and fight it and then at some point I realized like sometimes listening to that anxiety and like saying okay fine mm-hmm. is is a form of self-care yeah <laughs> like mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. you need to be like yep I don't feel well tonight you know oh yeah and and that was important like I because because a big part of the stress around it was I don't feel like I can go socialize tonight and my social anxiety is driving is like preventing me from going. Yeah. And I'm getting more and more anxious because I feel like I have to lie to people mm-hmm. and be like, I have to come up with an excuse. Right. And then at some point I started saying, I'm not feeling well. I need to stay in tonight. And that felt like kind of a lie until I realized like, no, mental health is, 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 a thing. <laughs> is as valid as physical health. Yeah. And if you're mentally not feeling well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so now I just like nip it in the bud and I'm right away as soon as I feel like I can't. I'm like, I'm not going to make it to this. And, yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 I think it's there's no shame in just saying like, I don't want to do a thing. Mm-hmm. As I get older, I'm much more like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is, you know, yeah. it, it takes a while to, to embrace that. Mm. Yeah. And also, can I say, like, I, I'm getting more and more irritated by this idea, like this identification of introvert versus extrovert, because mm. I think it's kind of bullshit. Sure. Um, it's I, very, it's very two side, like, it, it's two this binary things. thing that, yeah. like, I'm in this club and I'm in this club. Right. I might have crippling anxiety disorders that I don't want to face, but I'm just an introvert. Like, right. I think that's dumb Mm. and then also like everybody needs alone time like nobody's like one end of the spectrum or the other everybody's kind of a blend of it and um so i I think we just need to all stop with this introvert crap and just say Mm -hmm. like well let's see if we're functioning as human beings yeah yeah i agree with that i agree and that's why i'm kind of glad that we took this more in the direction of like like you know fighting the urge to to like cancel things last minute than the like desire to like not socialize, you know, Mm -hmm. like I feel like we went kind of in a mental health direction more than in a like, this is just my personality. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Greg, is there a video game that applies to what we've been talking about? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like there definitely is. I can't think of there's been, uh, Hmm. probably, Oh, uh, um, 
Uh, Night in the Woods actually would probably deals kind of with like going home and having to deal with it, it deals more with like the going home aspect, but also kind of like going out and socializing and having to deal with people in a way hmm. um, and sometimes not wanting to do that and that being okay. <laughs> what, what, what kind of game is it? Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of this. Um, it's, it's, it's less of a like action-y thing and more of a kind of adventure game. Okay. Um, it's pretty great. It's, 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 I really like it. And then like, I feel like the, the, the opposite of that is a game that's coming out soon called After Party where two people have to party their way out of hell. And you have to take certain types of drinks to like, it's a game where the only, most of the gameplay is through dialogue. Mm -hmm. So to get different powers, you need to augment your personality by drinking (laughs) to get access to different dialogue options. Does it get slurred Um, and aggressive? Uh, it gets, I've heard it. So it's not out yet, oh, right, but yeah. I heard people talking about it and saying that there's like some of those options, but then they get weird cause you're in hell and weird stuff happens. Um, and like you can just start randomly like jumping around and like have no control over it. Um, or like a little, demony thing like appears in a corner and you have to go pet it but it's up in like a rafter so you have to deal with that and um or something like that like it it i'm very excited about it it's from a it's from people who made oxen free which is also a excellent game i don't Um, know any of these no they're the yeah they're all like it's less the triple a but more the like oh cool i'm gonna hang out and just like play through a game without much like pressure to get to the next level oh my god i found a game um recently what's it called narwhal party or something like that Uh, and it's not familiar it's narwhals it's like all 1980s like color flash and all this stuff stuff and then you have these narwhals and you're they have a heart on their chest and your goal is to oh yeah (laughs) have you played have you seen it or played it i've seen it i have not played it Starwall, i think it's what it's called Starwall, yeah and the mechanics are insane so you're just (laughs) flopping about and it's my husband and I were well. Yes, we were high, but like we were just we couldn't stop laughing. And every and we were like, oh, oh shit, oh! And then like every time you hit the heart, is like this big goosh moment. And then and then we were just like, what? What are we supposed to? How is this? Uh, it was just the most fun ever to not have to commit to anything like complicated and just have fun. It was such, yeah. I love indie games. It's so wonderful. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it was like couch like party game stuff like the the latest um mario party mm-hmm. was like somewhat better than before and actually yeah. has some like fun modes to do stuff with but also you can instead of doing like i'm gonna spend an hour playing against you in mario party there's like do you want to do like weird karaoke in the <laughs> mario universe because <laughs> we got that <laughs> um or if you just like i want to play this one game over and over uh, against people you can also do that yeah so. i'm fascinated by the idea of uh people who play games within games so like mm-hmm. i had a couple of friends that would like 
play bank robbery within Minecraft. So they like mm-hmm. set up like a, a oh. vault and then they try to protect it and the other guy would come in and try to steal it. And it was just <laughs> this ongoing game with like them of just trying to <laughs> That's crazy. Rob a bank. And they had one that they did with Halo. I can't remember. But they set up these like elaborate scenarios within you know, open world games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that yeah. they could play themselves, you know, like, it, it was very fun. That's so cool. It's fun finding those things. There's There was a big movement for, not a big movement, but, um, Tom, you may know that a, mm. a constant com, uh, game that comes up on uh, Left Trigger, Right Trigger is <clears throat> Destiny. Yeah. And um, uh, for a while in the first Destiny game, there was actually Hide and Seek that people would play they would just like turn off the ui and just like stand still and the person who was it had like they were like okay we're only gonna hide in like this area you have to come find us that's amazing (laughs) um well that's that kind of that's one of the things i love about animal crossing that like actually for me animal crossing is the like perfect social anxiety game because it's it's a very like pleasant like you don't you you never really have to do anything anytime you boot it up you can set your own goals for that play session yeah and it really is super inconsequential whether or not you get things done in a timely manner and like the the social side of it like if you're doing multiplayer you can just kind of boop around in each other's towns and like like the other people who are visiting your town can't really do anything to like really negatively affect it like Uh they can just kind of fish and catch bugs like with you (laughs) but but you can also like go to this island together where like just there's like competitions that get really intense. And so like, it's a game that really lets you set how much you want to actually socialize within the game while you're playing it with people. And I feel like that's something that's really nice. Like I just, I feel like that's what I need in real life, you know? Yeah. 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 I think there's some media that's just like a saltine for the soul. Like, it's just like, I need something very mild. It's not going to really upset my stomach. It's just, I, I can't handle anything more stressful I just need to have something that's kind of going to settle everything down. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed that, uh, okay, drive-by is not the appropriate word for this, but like uh, if you're going to a thing and someone you know is on the way or on the way back, it's just like, hey, you around? Can I stop by? Oh, you know, yeah. like this availability yeah. of just like just you can popping just. in. Yeah. 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 Cause everything, it's so fucking hard to plan anything mm-hmm. with any adult. Like yeah. everybody's got so much shit going on. So if you actually have these like spontaneous, like, hi, I have uh, three hours this afternoon. Do mm-hmm. you have three hours this afternoon? It's like, yes, I do. Right. Let's meet up and fucking eat bread at a cafe chap. I don't know. Yeah. I don't socialize a lot, as you can see. <laughs> I get that, though. I'll, I'll sometimes do the thing where if I know I have to be out and, like, going places, I'll take a route that I know brings me past someone I know's house, mm. just on the off chance that they'll be, like, on their porch and wave and say hello. Oh, cute. Which is, like, like, just a little teats. Yeah. But it also feels a little weird. <laughs> like, a little stalkery. Because you're planning it? Yeah. They I'm don't know. i walk past your house at 4.20 p.m. <laughs> To f- to flap back to the to flat the bang. to the multiplayer, uh, co op, mm. fucking is great. Um, co op fucking. Co op fucking. <laughs> it's so much better. Oh my! It's it's all the fun without the sweat and 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 liquids. Um, I really like playing games with a group of people. Yeah. It, as long as there's not yeah. like the teenage asshole who gets really upset mm-hmm. real fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always one of those. But if everybody's just having fun, it's wonderful. Yeah. Playing that fucking Norwal game with four people must be insane. <laughs> <laughs> I think the tabletop games. Like I like the games that everybody's 
like playing against the game. You know. Oh, I heard options. about these. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I, I played I last night a... on Earth. Oh, I don't know. That's that one. one of those ones. It's a zombie survival one. Yeah. Very fun. But you're all together against. You can have the game. Yeah. Well, you, there's one or two players who are the zombies and everyone else is the heroes. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of still competitive, but like it's very co-op. Like, right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. So just like, because Monopoly is like, I'm going to grind you all into the ground <laughs> yeah. until I take all the things that you ever had and yeah. loved. Yeah. 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 Um, we'll destroy you with capitalism. Right. <laughs> there's like nothing fun about it. Like oh. I will try to lose Monopoly. Just so that I don't have to like watch everybody yes. else get mad about it. Oh, I've done that for sure. I love Monopoly, but I only love Monopoly if I'm playing with people who all have an understanding that it's going to get personal. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> like, that's the only way to enjoy it. You have to, from the get, like, right out the gate, say, I'm going to like do everything in my power to make you mad. And oh, like, wow. that we can get mad at each other during the game, but we have to all under, like, there's an understanding, you know, that this is. Nothing I think personal. that if you set up a a cold water cup, and then whenever somebody gets too mad, you dip your fingers in the cold water cup, and then you just fling a few droplets of cold water in their face, and you're like, "Dude, cool down." <laughs> but what if he's being the asshole? Everybody has a cold water cup. <laughs> it's communal. It's in the middle. Yes. All right. And then you have one. If if it gets real bad, you can just throw the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> It's like a tub. Be quiet, Shirley. <laughs> I have the boardwalk. <laughs> oh, oh man. My God. Well, Andrew, we hope that answers your question about being a shadow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I've been calling him Greg this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I always try to like wrap up the Patreon question by like addressing, addressing the Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah super cute. It it doesn't always transition smoothly. <laughs> um, Greg, was was Andrew on your show actually a little while ago? Oh, was this Andrew Henderson? From... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure. Yes. I, I remember um, you guys did a crossover. That's fun. Yeah. Cool. Um, and actually, uh, by the time this episode comes out, he will have just been on my Fraser podcast. They're calling again. So if you guys want to hear Andrew's voice. Cool. Well, go, what's his podcast? Can we shout out his podcast? Yeah. Debate this. It's, oh, cool. Uh, yeah. He's Todd's co-host. Who's Todd? We talked to him about Pokemon a while ago. Oh, cool. Tom. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Todd just got married. Congrats to him. Oh, it happened? Yeah. Yay. <laughs> you thought it wouldn't? <laughs> we'll take that off air. oh no that was just me touching on a memory in my brain and being happy about remembering something edit point oh no uh, best wishes todd do you guys want to do an am i the asshole yeah let's do all it all right uh this is a new thing we've been doing i guess it's not new anymore this is the fourth week we've done it yeah Kate? it's also a thing that has existed on the internet for a while so mm-hmm. yeah you've done it right i've done it okay okay cool so uh we're here we're going to do uh, go to reddit.com slash r slash am I the asshole. And uh, I'm just going to grab the most recent one that's on here. Ooh. Does, uh, does Greg know what's happening? Does, has he been briefed? Do you, know, do you know this subreddit? Are you wearing briefs? I'm, I'm not super familiar. So this is a subreddit where people uh, write in with a question asking like, here's the situation I'm in. Am I the asshole for being in okay. this situation? And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to, I'll read one out and we'll decide together if this person is an asshole or not. Okay. Cool. Um, <clears throat> this one comes from Reddit user Wedding Faux Pas Maybe One. That's his nope. username? Reddit Faux Pas Maybe <laughs> one minute ago. There we go. Uh, would I be the asshole if I don't plan out activities for my destination wedding? My fiance and I just got engaged and moved to a new state. We plan on having our wedding here in our new home for our convenience. 
As such, almost all of our guests will be flying in from out of state. All we have planned so far is the wedding and the reception, and a hotel block for our guests. Our state is a popular destination spot, as a certain theme park is located here, as well as beaches and other exciting things. Could it be Orlando? It's from Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) My parents mentioned that we should also include an itinerary for the guests to plan out their weekend, as well as a brunch for family coming from out of state. I don't really want to do either. One, I feel like everyone's an adult and should be able to figure out their own plans for the weekend. Two, this wedding is expensive enough. I really don't want to plan and host another brunch for everyone coming out of state, especially since that'll essentially be all 200 people we're inviting. However, oh, that's a lot of people for a destination that's wedding. enormous. Yeah, yeah. However, I've been told this is rude, considering everyone will be flying in for us specifically. I guess it's expected that we help plan activities for a destination wedding. I'm not well versed in wedding etiquette, so please help. Would I be the asshole if I if all I planned was the wedding and reception and I let the guests figure out what they're going to do for the rest of their stay? Oof. The thing is, um, I have a vague memory that Paul and I agreed on something. Uh, as long as you tell them that that's the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, that, like, we, after our wedding, we were like, we're getting the fuck out of here <laughs> at 3 a.m. because we're, we're going to our little weekend thing away. Mm-hmm. So, like, everybody knew that because my family was over from the U.K. Right. Um, so everybody knew Paul and Kate are away after the wedding for two days. Right. You know? So as long as they know what they're in for, mm. because wedding, reception, all that kind of stuff is a lot of work. Yeah. So if you can just be like... This is a great city. It's got great stuff, but I ain't got the time to sort it out for you. I love you and trust your abilities to plan your own shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. I have a tendency to think you, you don't owe anybody anything other than what you've promised them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, I think that's reasonable. The problem is that he's thought about it. (laughs) Like he's had, (laughs) (laughs) he had the thought. This is a thing that I should do for my friends and family yeah. because I think it, it's something that they might need. Mm-hmm. And well, it's evil, easily solvable. Like he could just say like, hey, best man. Hey, mom, like whatever. Why don't you come up with a few oh, activities that people mm-hmm. like you could suggest that people do together or like maybe, you know, he doesn't have to do it all himself. Yeah. Well, that's what mm-hmm. the best man's for, right? Yeah. yeah. Like like the job of the people in the wedding party is to do all the shit that the couple doesn't yeah. want to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So like it, it absolutely doesn't fall to, to the couple who are getting married to plan a bunch of extra shit for their guests to do. That's not fair. If anything, they could maybe ask the wedding planner to plan something. But like... No, it shouldn't be their direct responsibility. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Greg said well about five sentences ago. Do you recall what that was about? Oh, uh, yeah. This seemed like it was thrust upon him by uh, yeah. parental mm-hmm. units. Yeah. Which is like, make it your own. Just do, do your own thing. Like, I think you could even just be like, here's a list of places that we like to go around here. You can check them out if you want to. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's- do a Facebook or, group and say like, "Hey, you guys, plan out what you want to do with the rest of your weekend because we're fucking uh, piecing out, and you guys have fun. We're yeah. co-op fucking." Yeah. <laughs> I want pamphlets to... at the hotel. See. Ya. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Put your keys in the bowl, and then I'll have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that voice. Spoons. <laughs> Is that spoons? <laughs> Alter ego. Um, Key yeah, party so... spoons. <laughs> <laughs> So is he the asshole 
for not wanting to plan those things? No. No. But he's an asshole if he doesn't tie the bow on whose responsibility mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. His his job now is to honestly, if my parents, I mean, you know, my, we'll see if my mom ever gets invited to my wedding. But like, if you know, if if, if I was getting married and my mom was like, "You have to do this," I would be like, "No, you have to do this now." And if you don't do it, you're the one who ruined my wedding. And I would just like, <laughs> oh you know, wipe God. my hands of the situation and leave. Just so everyone knows, Tom just slapped a watermelon. Yeah, that delicious. Was that yeah, yeah, because I remember my mom was putting a little bit of pressure on me. I was so tired. I was so fucking tired. And she's like, but your family came all this way. They really want to spend some time with you. And I was just like, bah! <laughs> but This is yes. why I just don't have family. <laughs> yeah, it's easier. I don't remember their names. They're so far away. Uh, should we do another one? Yeah. Let's... Yeah. Hopefully something real dark. Ooh. I want to see a real asshole so I can yell at That's him. so spoons. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to stick, Greg. Ooh. It's going to stick. Here's here's a fun one. Reddit user XMDTERP posts. <laughs> Fucking usernames. Posts. Ask, uh, am I the asshole for choosing my family vacation over my fiance's uncle's funeral? As the title states, I have a family vacation oh. leaving t- Thursday morning and coming back Monday night to New Orleans with 12 of my family members. I live in Maryland and four of my family members live in California. I have not seen them in a couple of years. The trip's been planned for a couple of months now. Flight, hotel, etc. are booked and it would cost a thousand plus dollars to change. My fiance's uncle, who she's fairly close to, unexpectedly passed away this past weekend and the funeral is this Saturday. My fiance planned on going to New Orleans, but is now not going to so she can attend the funeral i made the decision that i'm still going on vacation without her because i don't see all these family members that often we've been together for three and a half years and have been engaged for three months am i the asshole he hasn't included her reaction or he's not he hasn't like that's the big missing yeah (laughs) i wonder if he like goes oh here we go he goes into it um someone asked him what's your fiance's opinion okay, slash great. reaction he says she says she wants me to go to the funeral she understands my decision to want to see my family but also wants me to be with her oh right <laughs> yeah because if she was close to well but her family's gonna be there yeah does he Wait, no. know this uncle i don't know if he knows this uncle i think it would be more to support her yeah, yeah. If she was close with him yeah but if like he also you know, ate dinner at his house every Friday night or something like right. that. Might be yeah, I think he would have mentioned that though. Yeah, if he yeah. hadn't, if if it wasn't for the time that he hasn't seen his family, mm-hmm. I would be like, go to the funeral. Yeah, but he definitely. hasn't seen his family in four years. The thing is, I know someone whose ex-husband <laughs> did not go to their family members, like was not around when their family member died, despite like knowing that it was going to happen okay. and like went on vacation with his family instead. Okay. Like I know, I know someone who was in that situation and like having heard like basically the fiance's side of the story, like, you know, yeah, the, you know, putting ourselves in this person's shoes. Mm-hmm. This guy is definitely the asshole and this guy is never going to hear the end of it. If he goes on this vacation, oh. I, I think like regardless of how long it's been since he's seen his family, like regardless of how it would definitely be way more fucking fun to go to New Orleans yeah. than to go to someone's funeral, you kind of it's you one of those support things. your partner. That's it. It's one of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially it's like 
fiance level partner mm-hmm. like uh where you're about to embark on kind of being a family yourselves right kind of thing yeah um oh, i think you, you kind of have to do that yeah and you know invite those relatives to the wedding <laughs> you'll, you'll see them again real soon i don't but oh, that, yeah, yeah it that's sucks a good point. yeah i, I um, think you're all absolutely right i would not go to the funeral <laughs> You know, I completely get that. <laughs> like, I'm I'm saying that like he's the asshole if he doesn't go to the funeral, but I also like completely understand. <laughs> but I must admit, like she's a, she's his fiance; she's not his wife. Yeah, yeah. that makes a difference. But I like, feel like the the ouch of this yeah. will sting more because the bond isn't strong enough yet i'm They've not expressing been dating this right for but three and a half years yeah but that's not a super long time yeah to commit know. to life together yeah um yeah i don't know i just feel like she i feel like she'd be like because he said she's okay with it but she she would want him there right um and I was just picturing like the two scenes in sort of a split screen of her sobbing at the funeral and him like downing New Orleans snacks with his cackling family. And I just feel like it's wrong. I was on the side of the vacation at first, but now that, uh, yeah, Greg yeah. and Tom have elaborated. Can they, can they move the funeral to New Orleans? Oh, New Orleans shit. funeral. Yeah. It'll be Everybody much wins. Yeah, it'll be it'll be better. It'll be a much more jovial experience. Yeah, right. That's how weddings work in New Orleans. I I have heard. I don't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a lot of crocs, a lot of crawfish, a lot of crawfish, crocs and crawfish, sweat, jambalaya, mm. jambalaya. Yeah. <laughs> Could yeah. they do weekend at Bernie's with it? Oh, oh no. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> well, I there, there are that. What is it? The the Irish that have him standing in the corner? What? <laughs> no, <laughs> no there's a weekend at Bernie's. No, no, it's not the Irish. There's a a culture. Oh shit! I I hate. I don't know the details on this. But they the did. Yes, the but like it's not even in the corner. Like if they were like a fruit market person, they will set up the stand of like they'll they'll put them in a position of the job that they did like taxidermy sort of like a bear sort of we talking egyptian like tombs like like pharaohs no 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 this is still this still happens today it's like a particular if i die can you guys set me up at the table here just leaning over (laughs) oh for sure yeah yeah and it'll just go (laughs) fucking horn sound effect you always do Whenever someone walks up to you, it'll make that sound. Because oh, we'll set up motion sensors. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's horrifying. And that feels like a good place to end. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, thanks so much for joining us. This was super fun. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, if you guys like this episode, consider supporting us on Patreon. We really need it. We really, really need it. We're so broke. Give us money. Help us out. We also have merch. You can click the merch link in the description of this episode to get all sorts of great stuff from our lovely friends over at TeePublic. And you can support us for free by leaving a rating and review on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts. Uh, for the month of June, we were uh, going to give money to the Trevor Project uh, for every review and rating we got on uh, on Apple Podcasts. But um, we haven't gotten any yet. Oh, okay. So, so gonna I'm going to extend it into July. 
Oh, right. okay, cool. Yeah. So if uh, if we get at least one in July, I'll donate $10. And then for every subsequent one, we'll add a dollar. Uh, so make it happen because that mm-hmm. would be lovely. You can also share this episode with a friend who uh, doesn't leave the house often enough. Yeah, because they don't have enough spoons. <laughs> share this episode with your friendly neighborhood spoons. <laughs> Uh, you could also share this episode with a friend who uh, canceled plans on you this week to let them know that you forgive them. Aww. And then share it with someone who you don't forgive. Mm. You're such a <laughs> sneaky bastard, Tom. I know. I'm such a scamp. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at Down With Talking and each of us individually. I'm at Tom Zalatni. I'm at Red Random. I'm at Boxless Thoughts. I just pointed at the computer. Uh, I'm at Giant Werewolf. Amazing. Awesome. That's a good name. That's, that's a good so handle. Good. <laughs> How did you get that? Yeah. That's been my that's been like my go-to handle since I made an AIM account in the fourth grade. <laughs> oh fuck yeah. Giant. Actually, actually, wait. <laughs> I should double check and make sure that that's actually my Twitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. Uh, this is embarrassing all of a sudden. <laughs> What's your podcast's Twitter? Um, so you can follow Left Trigger Right Trigger at LTRTCast. You can check out what Full Metal Bazinga is doing at uh, at FM Bazinga. Um, I am at, yes, at Giant Werewolf. Wow. And I also do uh, the voice of Yellowween on the Once and Future Nerd podcast, which is at underscore T-O-A-F-M. Awesome. So, um, yeah. Cool. Uh, anything else to plug? Bearing in mind, this comes out July 2nd. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was weirdly sick. <laughs> I, I, I will, yeah. I will want a burger. Okay. I'm plugging that I will want a burger when this episode comes out. All right. I, oh, can I oh. plug a chocolate bar? I mean, <laughs> I think, I think Greg was about to actually plug a thing, but I have to plug a chocolate bar right now. Absolutely. Uh, Mars bar just came out with a Mars bar that the nougat has been replaced with fudge. Fuck. And it's yes. fucking brilliant you think it's gonna be too much like that bullshit oreo cadbury piece of shit it's just too much sugar which i'm not usually against but it's like it's just horrible but the mars fudge bar fuck me yes that sounds good while we're plugging chocolate bars have you had the hershey gold no it's uh it's like caramel with little chunks of um oh pretzel pretzel yes i have had peanut it's it's so good so good so good um if this is coming out july 2nd yeah then can I promote going and listening to the episode of Left Trigger, Right Trigger featuring yeah. Tom? Oh, <laughs> oh sweet. yeah. That's going to work out. Nice. <laughs> cool. Yeah, go check that out. Awesome. We haven't yeah. recorded that at the time of recording this. We have not. It will hopefully happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited. It'll be fun. It's not everything. Ooh, you know what? That's not everything. Uh, <gasps> if you're in the Montreal area, uh, keep your eyes peeled because July 17th, put this in your calendars, the Upford Network might just be doing a little something. What? Yeah. A little something. July 17th? July 17th. It's a Wednesday, which Ooh, is weird. sexy. Uh, but keep your keep your eyes peeled. Um, I'll, I'll give a full announcement about it next week. But cool. there's a little something going on. So put it in your calendars mm. now so that you don't triple book yourself. Wow. Oh my God. Oh, I'm so you see nervous that about callback? what the fuck that is. I hope it involves food. Oh, can I plug uh, Montreal Improv classes start yes. um, the weekend of the 6th 
so level one through six plus musical and narrative. Check out MontrealImprov.com for all information on that. I'm teaching level two nice. in French and English. That's fun. Teffer yeah. hasn't taken level two yet. Maybe oh. I should like arrange to be able to take care of the baby so she can do that. Yeah. That'd be fun. And it's on Saturdays. Oh, that might be easy. We'll see. Cool. Can't. Can I can I plug one other thing? <laughs> is it your favorite chocolate bar? Uh, it's not a chocolate bar. Is it the lesser it's... works of Keanu Reeves? Uh, no, I would never <laughs> disparage anything as the lesser works. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? What do you got? What do you got? <laughs> um, so the band that me and two other the co-hosts of LTRG, um, Duckspeak, are playing on July 12th. Wow, I should have known this before I started talking. <laughs> uh, yes, 12th. Um, at, if you're in New York City and you want to come hear some uh, music, uh, we play rock. It's Berlin uh, is the venue in New York City. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. See? And is it duck speak or ducks duck beak? Speak. Like duck. In, uh, a duck speaking. Awesome. Similar to like quack. That's so, really duck cool. Duck speak going word. That's amazing. It's a good name. Yeah. I like that a lot. Are you the drummer? You strike me as a drummer. I am the drummer. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> drummer vibe. High five, Tom. That was fantastic. I, I'm well proud done. of that. Yeah, Very that well was done. great. Nice. Cool. Well, uh, yeah. Special thanks <laughs> to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track off their EP Benson as our theme music. Uh, you can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. And this show is produced and edited by Tom Zalatna for the Upford Network. You can find out about all our great shows at upfordnetwork.com. Thank you so much for joining us, Greg. You're awesome. Thanks, Greg. You're welcome. It was, this was great. Thank you so much for having me. It was it's great to be here to give out a nickname and uh, yes, oh, yeah. powerful move! If, uh, I am not forget. You are done, Adrian. Yeah. Who the Adrian, fuck is Adrian is dead. Who the fuck is Adrian? This is spoons. There is no spoon. Uh, Greg, I was gonna, to I was gonna say see you at the next PodCon, but I guess I won't. Womp womp. <sighs> they canceled it. It's not happening. Again. Oh no! Oh, no. Yeah, it's a bummer. Uh, but if you're ever yeah. in Montreal, hit us up, and I'll give you some beef jerky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ouch. I will take you up on that. I need to go back since the last time I was there, I was 19 and went to a, you know, did the 19 year old American thing of mm-hmm. like, I'm going to drink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go to a casino. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, come, come here. We'll do brunch. <laughs> that's, that's what adults do. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Take it easy. Talk to you on Thursday. Bye. Bye. Benson Joe, Benson Joe, Benson Joe, Benson Joe, Benson On September 16, 1993, NBC aired the first ever episode of Frasier, a spin-off series about psychiatrist Dr. Frasier Crane, the much-loved Seattle shrink from Cheers. Ten days earlier, a baby was born. A baby who, we'd come to learn, was destined to have someone pay him $264 to watch through every episode of Frasier with different special guests, unpacking the deeper themes behind each episode. That baby is me, Tom Zalatnai, and this is a terrible, terrible idea. Tune in to They're Calling Again right here on the Upford Network. 
Hi, I'm Tefera Jemian, one of the hosts of Yeah, a podcast on the Upford Network. We're talking about young adult literature, reviewing new releases, revisiting old classics, and exploring what the YA genre can teach us at any age. Join me and my co-host, Hannah Bailey, as we talk about friendships, dating, family relationships, sexuality, experiences of queerness, body politics, and more through the lens of our favorite YA novels, as well as books we're just discovering. The Yeah Podcast, available through the Upford Network and on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and wherever else you find your podcasts. This is our book club, and you're invited.